It's day six of Advent. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, Advent Edition. This podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services and exists to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. Well, day six of Advent, we continue the promise. And Isaiah 7:14 says, Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, meaning God is with us. You see, the prophets continue to point towards true hope, but begin to show how the coming promise will change things. Jeremiah in chapter 31 verses 30 through 34 says, For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, declares the Lord Yahweh, I will put my law within them and I will write it on their hearts and I will be their God and they shall be my people. And no longer shall each one teach his neighbor and each his brother saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord Yahweh, for I will forgive their iniquity and I will remember their sin no more. Jeremiah was the most progressive prophet that they had ever heard. For all they could imagine, the law lived in a box in, in the Ark of the Covenant, in an important room of the temple. Right? The law was, was what was given through the prophet uh, of Moses on, on, on the mountain. The, the law was, was the Ten Commandments. The law was the way of life. How would it even be feasible for the law to be written on their hearts? This made no sense. But God's timing was intentional with Jeremiah's prophecy. You see, soon after Jeremiah warned the people of coming change, Solomon's beautiful temple, who he had constructed, not David. Remember, Nathan told David, you would not construct the temple, but your son will construct it. Solomon had constructed this beautiful temple. David had saved all of these pieces, this woodwork. The queen of Sheba had donated to this temple. Solomon had built the most magnificent temple unto God with the Ark of the Covenant in the midst of it. After Jeremiah warned the people of the coming change, this temple in Jerusalem was destroyed by King Nebuchadnezzar, King of Babylon in 586 BC. And Jeremiah warned the people that change was coming and change came. He pointed to the promise and the promise was yet to come. The Babylonians ruled over Israel until the Persians came and took over everything. Israel had no home, no place to worship. As they had been taught, they could only experience God under the structure of the temple. So without a home and without a temple, how were they to worship? It was 70 years of exile, 70 long years of exile before the temple was was repaired in Jerusalem. And after a few groups of Israelites were allowed to return to their city in 516 B.C., And as they return to their homeland, God appoints the last prophet to beseech the people to be faithful to God. And he again points to the coming promise. Malachi in chapter 3 verse 1 says, Behold, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me. And the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple. And the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight, behold, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. Beloved, the Lord is coming, but as he comes, he will bring change. Things will not stay the same. And the truth is, adoption changes things drastically for an orphan. 
It gives a child a family, a home, and a new belonging. However, families who have adopted know all too well that in the beginning, children begin to war against this new identity. They start to resist the change of a family. They start to war against the new rules and the lack of independence and the loss of an identity. Older children who are languishing in orphanages many times will beg and long for a family. I've had older children ask me to be their father. I've had older children ask me to find them a family. They beg, they desire, they long for, they hope for, they even pray for a family. But sometimes, once they get this family, they begin to push back. They begin to war against this change. I remember in 2009, I had the opportunity to go to Ukraine to serve with our newly formed unadopted ministry in a few orphanages in Zaporizhia, Ukraine. And one of the young ladies on our trip was a sweet girl named Jessica. And Jessica had once been an orphan in Ukraine. She was no longer an orphan because now she was adopted. She had dreamed of a family. And Jessica told me that while she was living and, and in these orphanages, she used to dream and pray and say, if there is a God, I want a family. But once she got that family, she admits she didn't want the change. She began to war against them. She began to fight against them. Her independence and identity were changed and lost. It took a while, but slowly Jessica realized that through loss came great gain. Oh, in August of 2009, it was so beautiful seeing Jessica minister to children all throughout Ukraine, not as a former orphan, but as a child of God. You see, beloved, true hope comes with true change. Thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast Advent Edition. Please visit lifelinechild.org backslash advent to receive a free download of Lifeline's Advent cards and join us as we anticipate the coming of Jesus our Savior. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you this Christmas to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast Advent Edition.